takes a little while and a little strange when you make your home out on the range. Start your horse and come along, but you can't get a ride if you can't hold on. Singing, you be tired, yeah, yeah. We suck. Like the cowboys say. Watch out for those man-eating jackrabbits and that killer cacti. Hey, dude. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak fun hour. Welcome to the 10th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is 9.55 on December 26th. Happy Boxing Day to all of our Canadian listeners and all those ruled by the British Empire because that's apparently what we're celebrating today. But more important, Merry Christmas, gentlemen. Happy Hanukkah. Did we all have a good Christmas yesterday, boys? Gentlemen, Nick, Dirty Mike, Jimmy, all have a good Christmas. Yes? Feeling yes. it for show. Feeling yeah, it for little, sure. I got a yeah, little carried away. I can, I can certainly smell it. Nick is burping up meatballs from today and yesterday. It's just a horrendous. Dirty just had a rather lengthy bathroom process. That's not me. Yes, Dirty <laughs> just uh, went to the bathroom before. We can smell that as well. It is definitely a rough start, as you can tell by the late start time for us here on Thursday night. But it is our 10th episode. The Eagles gave us a great Christmas present, beating the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The Sixers butt fucked the Bucks into oblivion last night, and it's just a great Christmas for all of us Philadelphia fans. We're going to break it all down for you here. We're going to talk a little bit about the Phillies. Nick's going to end us with the Flyers. If you're all listening by then, and we're just going to get us kicked off into week 17 and see the Eagles can take us into the NFC East division champions and get us into the playoffs. This past Sunday, we had a little Rocky Balboa cheesesteak viewing hour as Jimmy and Dirty Mike came over and watched the game with uh, myself and my wife. Nick was going to come over, but Daddy Duties came first, as they always do. And uh, we had some wings. Jimmy had six Miller Lite pounders by the end of the first half. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it's been a hell of a Christmas it week. Was, for, it has been a hell of a Christmas week, but it was well worth it. As the Eagles came out. I got puked on. And Nick got puked on from his beautiful son. And it was just an awesome fucking day as the Eagles did what they needed to do. We've been talking about it. I've been redundant about it. Everyone in Philly has that. Week 16 was the most important game of the season. And the Eagles came out. The fans came out for the 425 kickoff. And it was just fucking awesome. Let's break it down. There's there's, There's no gimmick. There's no story for me to tell it's the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys and before the game started we found out a little earlier this week that Dakota Prescott out of Mississippi State had a little injured wing now you know us Eagles fans were were a little uh rain Dakota yeah rain Dakota we're a little uh 
it's tough for us to just try and win a game. We always got to be like, is this something up their sleeve? Like, what are they doing? Maybe this is all just media and then just trying to pull one over on us when they're trying to win a division title themselves. But no, there was something up. But come game day, there apparently were a lot of good drugs in the stadium that day because he was thrown fine in pregames. They have video, and uh, our players got injured because it's 2019, and that's what our players do. They was get he injured. thrusting pregame? He was thrusting pregame. Perfect. Uh, and he was throwing throughout the game. But we'll get into it, and it definitely uh, lingered, and, and, and it showed because he was not he was not on top of his game. And in fact, because of the Eagles' defense and because of his hurt shoulder, uh, Dak had one of his worst career games ever. Uh, so the stage is set. Lincoln Financial Field, Week 16, 425 uh, kickoff, and we actually have some good announcers this time, in my opinion. But most of Philadelphia fucking hates Buck and Aikman. But here we go. Oh, they're good. The, yeah, they are good. They're I good. like them. They're good. Matt, I just got to say, I'm really glad that you're bringing the energy today because, boy, Boxing Day is a tough one. I don't know if I can. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of this one. Yeah, let me paint the, the, the picture here. Is uh, it called Boxing Day because like that's when you return things? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, because you brought up Canada. Like, what does that have to it's do? It's also, with- I believe, it's Muhammad Ali's it, birthday. It's it's not. I mean, you know, I actually you know looked it up today. Affirmation for Jesus' birthday. It's not that interesting. That's why I brought it's in. It's Christ's birthday. It's not correct. This is the 26th. It's not great. The 20. Yeah, it's actually it's under it's a it's something to do with the British reign and it has to do with actually giving out a. Box, so it has to do with presence, and the Canadians celebrate it. It's and also, really Muhammad Ali was born on this day, I believe. That's 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 way more interesting than what I'm talking you, about. So let's not talk hear, about. Did you see what the Canadians did? That seems what? like what did those good. damn Canadians do? They they cut Donald Trump out of out of uh, Home Alone too. Did you did you see that? I did see that on Twitter. Well, that'll show groundbreaking him. stuff. That'll, that'll show him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's, let's it's so be, South Park though. You know, like uh, Muhammad Ali was born on January 17th. So we'll just shoot down <laughs> yeah, that theory. Right out of the game. Was, we are off to a roaring. Marmot Lee is born January 17th, so Jimmy's wrong, so that's a great start. Hot start. Before we get into the game, uh, let's paint the picture here. Uh, Jimmy didn't show up until about 10 minutes ago, which is much later than we usually like to start. Nick's burps are worse than the muddiest fart you can imagine. That's that's not true. His indigestion is just horrible from the day he had yesterday to tonight. Mm. Uh, Dirty walks in and goes, I think I might have the flu, and just went to the bathroom and launched down something that Hiroshima will be writing about, and it's just fucking terrible stuff for us so i'm gonna try and bring the energy as best i can not that i'm feeling great but i owe it to you guys to our 10th episode here at the rocky balboa cheesesteak we made it so let, we made it let's, let's do it guys all right? look look at us. i never thought we'd do 10. look at us we made it look yeah look at us we look at it. us look at double us. digits who <laughs> thought we'd be here you thought not, we'd be me. Here. Not, not me not me not with dirty that's for sure sure all right um so we get into the game it's a must win if the cowboys win they clinch the division if the Eagles win, they hold their own destiny, as Tessator so told us about a thousand times a week before, uh. or two weeks before in the Giants Monday Night Football game. Listen, Tessator, I gotta tell you, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to say that the Eagles hold their destiny in their hands at least 12 times before they half. If that doesn't happen, I can't say your family will be safe. I'm not saying they're gonna be in danger. I don't really care if it's Christmas or not. It's just it is what it is. You know? But I'm also not saying they'll be safe. All right. So the Eagles get the ball, which I actually prefer. At this time this season, their offense needs to show something. 
just start the game off and make the Cowboys come from behind. And they had a great drive. And yeah, let's talk about the first play of the game. I feel like it's. I think we shouldn't just pass right by that. Jay Jaw, who has been almost invisible, and we've done nothing but bitch about him for three straight weeks, comes out and gets a. Uh, they start with a play action pass that goes for twenty seven on a perfectly thrown ball over the middle where only JJ could have gotten it in double coverage, by the way. Um, so what just like a great way to start. Um, yeah. And, and, and he made a play like we, we've been begging for that all year for these wide receivers to make plays, become playmakers. That's what you are. You're a playmaker on this team. If you're a wide receiver, you get the ball first. Like what better play can you start with than that? I mean, the crowd was amped right out of the gate. And he showed so much fucking heart with that. Like he came up and like, I don't know if he pounded his chest or did like a really like, just yep. like, like, I don't know, just a big first down sign. Like the crowd was amped. They were lubed up. They were lathered. Like they were ready to go. And, and it's like, they, I don't know if they scripted that because Carson was in the pocket for so long, but like get J-Jaw in early and ready to go. And the next play went oh. to him as well. It was just like, no, all right, no. Cool. The next play was a, a false start by our big fat friend, Jason Peters uh, out well, there. I just try to, to get that out of my mind. But either way, they got Arthago Whiteside ready to go early. I don't think he had he any catches do anything after, after that. that. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, J-Jaw. So it was good to see that. And, and that was his best first uh, first uh, series performance by far of the season, though. You of course, but it was just good to see that. No, Matt's right. A couple plays later, he had a 12-yard catch for a first down was, on third and 11. Like, like, I'm talking second or third play of the game. Dirty just yeah. has the right. scroll. Exactly. And we don't like to go, go play for oh, play. But like, yeah. the, the important part was they had this great first drive. It, it let the energy of the fans in the stadium just continue, which is exactly what you needed. And they scored. They didn't score a touchdown with suck, but they put points on the board. And I'm not sure it was the first drive or the second drive, but the only bad thing that happened was Carson did leave Wentz out to dry, and he just got Ertz. Ertz, Ertz. Sorry, sorry, got Ertz out to dry. Thank you for correcting me. And Ertz got waxed. He he had his left arm up, his ribs got crushed, his back got hurt, and uh, Ertz is a gamer man. He he kept playing on throughout the game, but a little <laughs> bit later he uh, ran a route and just didn't even get hit, and he just pulled up. It's late. always weird watching a play like that, and like you you watch it over and over, and I'm like, oh, right right there is right where the rib just cracked. You know, you just watch it on replay, and you're like, yep. The the adrenaline broken. just runs out after a while. It's like a, a, I don't know if any of you've ever had a cracked rib. I have because we play intramural. Uh, uh, beer league softball and I act like it's game seven every game and I dove for a ball and uh, yeah it hurts uh, and I'm not Zach Ertz an Ugh. elite uh, NFL Super Bowl winning uh, player and you're not fucking no I'm not actually uh, I've tried this whole time I thought we were sitting yeah, here with Ertz uh, it fucking hurts Matt Ertz uh, either way the offense looked good early on they definitely got brought back down to earth but they went up three to nothing and then they got up 10 nothing. A big thing about the Philadelphia Eagles is to switch to the other side of the ball. The Eagles defense is a different defense at home than on the road. So you have <laughs> on the other side of the ball, you have your quarterback and Dak Prescott, who's a fine quarterback. He's not great. He's not bad. He, he has glimpses of both more good than bad. In my opinion, people can argue about that. He's obviously hurt. What do you have behind him? Arguably the best running back in the game. Yeah. Wouldn't you think that you would rely on him? No. Dak Prescott in this game has a stat line, or Ezekiel Elliott has a stat line of 13 carries for 47 yards and no touchdown. Most of which came in the beginning of the second half. They exactly. Totally abandoned the run. 
watching the Cowboys this game to me, I thought it was like watching the Eagles in the <laughs> middle of this season. Yeah. <laughs> they dropped a lot of catchable balls. Six. Dak man. Prescott was missing open receivers left and right, mm-hmm. and they abandoned the run throughout most of the game. Mm-hmm. It made no sense to me. Sounds like a team that just totally melts down under pressure. And this was a game to clinch the playoffs. After the first drive, like they looked like the, the, their their heads were down. Like they showed Zeke on the sideline, and like he looked like he didn't give a fuck. He took himself out of the game at one point, and then they just showed him on the bench, and he was sitting there like total totally fine. And even Aikman was like, oh, he pulled himself out of the game, but he, he seems like he's okay, so I'm, I'm not real sure what's he going did, on. He did smash his head on the ground a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, that yeah, that, that's I mean, part of the I, second you know. half. And yeah, he... So that, so I'm that not going to rip him for leaving the field. That guy's on the no, field no, like 90% no, that, of the time. Yeah. No, exactly. So, I'm just going to rip him for looking like an Ewok. I got it this time. No. What did I you say last time? time? I, I couldn't a figure fu- it out. I think, fuzzy, I, I think I said a furry bear. A or something. fuzzy little fucker. Something <laughs> I couldn't think of what to say, but back to you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing last week when you couldn't figure that out. Um, yeah, so, well, you know. All right, so Ertz, Ertz leaves the game for the first By the way, half. by the way, speaking of Ewoks, I, I found out that Easy. Chewbacca is supposed to be the same thing as the Ewoks. The no. same species? No, absolutely. No, no. Stop it. Close. No. He's what are a Wookiee. Ewoks and Wookiees. They're, they're... This is this is our tenth episode. Don't bring up such slanderous, <sighs> dumb, unintelligible, and un, no, not the Ewoks. Unintelligent remarks. Yeah. Uh, I I thought I heard that. They, they're they're from completely different planets. Completely yeah. different. Planets. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear this because I was like, dude, they don't look. Their body types are like completely as our, different. As our least, as our least. You like Star Wars the least of all of us in our, in our podcast, correct? correct you would yeah. readily admit that. Sure, yeah. So why are you bringing this up? I don't know. I just Speaking haven't. of which, happy happy last Mandalorian episode for season one, all those fans out there. Absolutely <laughs> great series that comes out this morning, which is when our 10th episode will come out. So enjoy that. Uh, sorry that Jimmy's coming out here saying, Oh, there's only eight episodes? Yeah. Return of the Jimmy. Yeah, Return of the Jimmy. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> episode 10. Uh, it's, a, it's a tremendous show. All right, good. sorry. I, I digress. All right. Zach Ertz, he, he leaves, and Dallas Goddard steps up. This is the Dallas Goddard we've been waiting for. He's shown glimpses of it, that he's this tremendous athlete, one-handed catches, he has made drops, he, he's young, and he ends the game with a stat line of something like nine catches, 90-plus yards, mm-hmm. and a touchdown. The, the touchdown that he had was very Zach Ertz-like. It was in the red zone, I think under five yards to go. Another and great it's throw. It's a very oh, an amazing Wentz throw, where it's that little out and in, where there's literally yep. two defenders around him and one coming from out to just crush him and it was just only where Goddard could get it it yep. really was just like that's an earth that's a, a Wentz to Ertz touchdown but Goddard just filled yeah Dallas ball. didn't play that play badly defensively no they, they it played was, it as well as they could have exactly. Goddard just made a play on the ball exactly and this is just another like kind of next man up theory and at the Rocky Balboa cheesesteak viewing hour where it was myself Jimmy and Dirty like Jimmy, because you had six pounders, you you had, you had a certain point. You were just like, they can't just keep losing players. They're going to lose this game. They're going to lose this game. And it, it like I, I'm be I'm having fun with you here, but you're right. Like they lost Ertz, and then they lost Ronald Darby. Not that there's any huge loss, but but then they they, lost, they lost Mills at a certain point, and then Fletch went down. Like yep. it's just like how much more can this team take? Mm-hmm. And and. Even Look, I'm gonna winning. need I'm gonna need hard proof that I drank that many Bud Light pound or uh, Miller Light, Light pounders. pounders. Um, uh, well, the recycling came and went, so I can't <laughs> I can't prove that. But it, it happened. Speaking of slanderous remarks, <laughs> but it, it it just was blow after blow after blow. And I remember at the end of the first half that the Eagles had 
uh, I think twice the amount of time of possession and, and maybe twice as many yards, but like the stats were so much in the Eagles' favor, but the score didn't represent that. Dallas th- Dallas had 14 total yards after the first quarter, and the Eagles had 131. Yeah, so the Eagles were dominating in every facet of the game, but the score was still very close. I think, what was it, 10-3 to 3 or 10-6 to mm-hmm. 6 after the first half? 10-6. And that just, that, um, that didn't feel good with the the... East on the line for the Cowboys and the potential of the East on the line for the Eagles. Start of the second half, Cowboys get the ball. And uh, this is their first drive, in my opinion, that I can remember. Again, this is late Thursday night. We're recapping a Sunday game. A very uh, Rocky Balboa cheesesteak fun hour of us. It's what we do. It was Christmas. It was a Christmas week. Of course it is. I get it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Nick. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Also, I have have heartburn right now that could could take down a brontosaurus. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy's esophagus is a a shameful thing. This is a very disgusting episode. We're all over the board, man. There's 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 something in the air in this room. It's like it's it's um I feel like I can taste if, it. I was waiting for him to say miss and I was gonna lose my mind. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy's a sob because it's the center of a volcano. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just ready to start up. Um so the Cowboys get the ball and uh they're having a really good drive. And then I I, I kind of uh opened the current a little bit with this, but Fletch goes down. And uh you can all rim my ass. I'll be like, Fletch isn't hurt, he's just not playing well because you've all been filled off your fans your whole life and all you know is losing, and you just kind of like losing is a, a kind of a safety blanket for you. He's been hurt all year and he showed it. Like they showed his arm wrapped before the, the <sighs> start of the second half. Fuck you, Nick, and that sound. Um <laughs> And he's been hurt. And Zeke ran by on one run, and he got to the second level of the linebackers. And it didn't even look like that much. And they had to stop the next play. And we were all like, no, anybody but Fletch. Like, even with the way this defense is, you, you need Fletcher Cox out there, even if he's not doing anything. Well, guess what? Fletch comes out the next play. Mm-hmm. Zeke calls himself out, much to the chagrin of Dallas Cowboys fans, if they're even really fans because they blame Jason Garrett for it when it's very clear that Zeke took himself out. Tony Pollard comes in, who's a very good running back. Pollard's a stud. He's a very good running back. He's certainly not Zeke Elliott's status. Yeah, I like like Pollard, though. Get off that team. Come over here. We'll we'll take you. Pollard's good, guys. Pollard is good, but he's certainly not Zeke Elliott's status. Fletcher comes out, and I think it's when they go for it on fourth, third down or fourth, third down? Third and one. Third and one. Fletcher comes out after being taken out the previous play, because you have to take off a play at that point, and he forces the much-needed fumble that we, as Eagles fans, as, of course, the Eagles team, have been begging for. And I think they were at the 25-yard line. Like They were, just, they were flirting with the red zone at oh, that yeah. point. Yeah. Yep. Forced the fumble, and we finally got the camera angle that was needed that showed that Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins scooped it up and the Eagles got the ball back. The Cowboys were right there on the doorstep to take the lead in that game, and that would have that would change the entire complexion of the game, the entire complexion of the season, potentially leading us into Christmas week with the Cowboys beating the Eagles. Yes, it was the beginning of the second half. Like That would have changed everything. But Fletcher Cox, Cox came up big when people are questioning if he's injured, questioning if he can make a big play, questioning if he's getting double teamed all the time, like just questioning him. Mm-hmm. And he came up big two plays after he just got taken off the field Obviously injured. That's what big time players do. No, it was also in big time games in big time situations. Big Cox. 
Big cocks. Big black cocks. You know what was also oh <laughs> you know what was also great to see in this game was uh I think a, a big part <laughs> a big part of uh, why Cox was doing so well too, and this is gonna sound crazy, but going back and watching it again was Anthony Rush had a Was really he hanging nice out with game. any more married women before the game? That, that <laughs> yeah. usually gets the, <laughs> the the juices flowing. I, the, uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, it was a nice mild day, wasn't it? Christmas yeah, week, nice, just ruining yeah. families right before Christmas. <laughs> 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 Fletch was probably on fire on Saturday night. All right, go go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, but uh, Anthony Rush had a really nice game. He had a lot of break. He had a lot oh, of broken the one passes. Looks like he swallowed a tire. Totally. <laughs> yeah. he, he looks. He looks like King Dunlap swallowed King Dunlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He we had but, a King Dunlap drop. Right. Yeah, there you go. But uh, no, he had a nice game. So he he freed up Fletch a lot in that game um, because they were double teaming Fletch for a while, and Rush was just getting yeah, right to Dak and putting on pressure. And they kind of pulled away from that because they had to put more attention on Rush, and Fletch just opened up in the second half. Yeah, uh, you're right. Because I, I remember we were talking about him. Because like he looked like that old school, like just giant past generation football player with that jiggly belly. Oh, 14 bowling ball on the belly defensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, like you want to rub that belly. Yeah, so slap like, it around. So long term deal. Yeah, yeah, like, long term deal. <laughs> just just to flick his belly and see it looks like. Oh, just like, the, yeah. Ripple outward. Yeah, it, ripple. It, it looks like the glass of water in Jurassic Park when the T Rex came walking <laughs> yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Anthony Rush, if you're listening, please follow us at RBCS. <laughs> 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 if, if you'd like to come on the show, yeah, we'd love to have you. Come join the A's play, room. Play great. And did now, we get the Scots for tonight, or 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 Vosky? Nope. We are still. In it's the, Christmas week, guys. Don't be silly. We're still in the ear of their agents. Great, great Scott. Um, but we haven't got. Would have been nice to get one of them. Well, we haven't got a definitive. It's Christmas. Don't be Look, silly. Uh, just to keep the offer out there in the airwaves, uh, Mike Scott and Boston Scott, we'd love to have you on a segment. We'd like to call. Great Scott, and um, Perfect. and uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just and, talk and about Orvlosky. You know, we want talk we about want being Scots in but Philadelphia. That's not, that's anyway, sorry. Scott, don't. This is the Great Scott segment, not the Orlovsky segment. There's no segment. There's no segment. It doesn't exist yet. We're still waiting for the Scots. No, Great Scott segment exists. We just need to get them on. It's yeah, not well, the Orlovsky So we're not segment. doing the segment because they're not here. But it it exists. It's just shelved for the moment. All right, forget it. The invites. The invites out there, guys. Okay. All right, so big play made by Cox. Jenkins recovers the fumble. Huge. That that changes the entire dynamic of the game, the 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 potential of the season. Just just can't be spoken of enough. A leader made a big play recovered by another leader. Amazing what happens when uh, when that happens, huh? When, when leaders lead. When leaders lead. When leaders lead like they're supposed to. How how things go on the field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eagles had a great game. Um, on Sunday, just all around in general, man. Um, Fletch stepped up huge in the second half, um, but this has been a lot of positive and just going yeah, through. Why are you being? And I'm and I'm going to turn it down a little bit here, here and go, go and go to the negative. So and Matt, you touched on it a little bit here not long ago, but the secondary was not as good as we want to think that they were in that game, dude. We they left a lot of points out there between drop balls and Dak just missing guys. The secondary actually played terribly. There were so many wide open receivers for Dallas, and I guess my point of me even saying this is, yeah, we won and that's awesome, but if we try to pull that shit next week, it's going to be a whole different animal. Well, We'll certainly get to Dallas. Don't so, worry. So, we, as we, let me ask a question, Dirty. As as someone that watched the game, how many times? Like three or four or five? Mm-hmm. And you have your scroll over there. I do. We had uh, twenty three targets to Gallup and Cooper. They mm-hmm. they caught nine of them. Do do you, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Ga- Gallup had a huge first half. 
Um, he had 98 yards at halftime, and then he came out in the second half, and they tried going to him, and he dropped two wide open balls all by himself deep, one on the left side, one on the right side. Um, a couple were broken up. Um, that were actually a couple decent plays by one was done by Mills. But just in, in general, I'm saying that the Cowboys left a lot of points on the field where Dak threw the ball deep and one went to Witten, one went to Gallup, one went to Cooper. Just ball, like I'm talking over 20 yard passes that would have put him in the red zone that were all either dropped or overthrown or missed. I agree. No, no, no. There, there's certainly Wide a open. lot to be said that there, there's an argument and a take that, that can be made that Dallas lost his game as much as the Eagles won it. And I know Eagles fans don't want to hear that. And I, and I won't disagree with you there. Um, I talked to one of our buddies. Um, a, a good portion of our listeners know who he is. Uh, his, his name is Wiz. He's our he's our uh, bud who's a, a Cowboys fan. And I texted him on the side. Uh, and I said, hey, you know, uh, I'll be rational with you. What, what did you think of the game? He we're, we're best buds and he knows I'm an Eagles fan. And he goes. He does. He goes, I, uh, he, he said, I thought this was really well said. He goes, this is a great story. <laughs> <laughs> the point, the why is he blowing whiz right now? I'm not blowing him. He said, he said, he said, he's that, just blowing whiz. He said that Garrett just put the players on the field and he wanted the players to make plays as opposed to calling plays. Like he just put the players out there as opposed to trying to make good play calls. Lack of game plan, you're saying, basically? Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much my point. I thought that was actually a good point, that Doug Peterson mm. out-called the game of Garrett. I thought that was a good point, just, just, just to hear an outsider's point, or actually yeah, our enemy's point. I get that. I mean, I, I think everybody in the world knows that. Uh, just a, a couple Doug's takeaways a that I noticed watching is Amari Cooper looked totally disengaged that whole game. Well, he's injured, too. Yeah, you could t- and you could tell. But, he did not want I, to be but, out but there. I don't, I don't want to discredit that. No, the entire Cowboys team looked disengaged. They were awful on, they were awful they were on Sunday. Disengaged. We were good on Sunday, and and that's why we won. We have to we have to talk about one thing. I Dirty, believe me. I did know Flesh he, fuck his wife? Is I that what this is all about? I know you want to get negative. Does Zeke have a wife? We will let you get negative. But we do have to talk about one thing. Uh, he's been shining with each and every game. Thank God. And, and I was light, wondering when the, the light on. is getting. First of all, Nick, bring him up, Nick. I told you all fucking day. I know you have meatballs just just absolutely imploding inside of you at the moment. I said, talk. You have a mic. You take anything you want and talk. So you don't have to wait for me to bring this person up. But here we go. I'm starting to think that you're right about all the pounders I had uh, before the first half because I'm trying to think of something to say about this game and I don't remember a second. <laughs> Jimmy's like, was I there? Uh, uh, this it. was not his breakout game. This was his... Uh, solidifying game i don't know how to title it miles sanders miles sanders was five or he was 20 for 79 Mm. and one touchdown rushing and he caught five passes for 77 Mm. yards so that's a total of 156 yards kind of sounds like a workhorse does that sound like a workhorse if he didn't kneal down at the end of that game are you asking me like i I said that last week and you guys kind of like i never shat on i never shat on you what what i got shat on by who dirty Okay. What? What? No. Already did it. He he could have ran for another twenty five and a touchdown too. So you, technically, you can add that to the stat line because he knelt at the end you of that and game. You technic- technicalities. <laughs> he, right. he, he knelt. He's he, not wrong. He knelt down at the end of that game. He, he had a twenty yard touchdown. Westbrook. He was a game. How many player? people do you think he fucked on uh, fantasy football? Uh, Ooh. Hopefully a Probably lot. Probably a million. Hopefully a lot. People. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, makes me happy. Um, I won with him, guys. Good for you. Uh, so 
that was Miles Sanders just showing each and every week that he is this difference making running back. He's like he's climbing the tiers, man. He is people. I, I just love that man. People think he's going to win Rookie of the Year. He's not. No, he's and not. And that's okay. No. But this is this is the most difference making rookie I can remember the Eagles having in in obviously uh, a long time. Who would win? Uh, Nick Bosa is certainly oh, up right. there. Yeah. Um, many of the wide receivers who are actually making a difference on the field as opposed to Jay Jarrett. <laughs> is McLaurin a, a rookie? I don't know if he'd be. Yeah, he's a rookie, but he's not going to win. Yeah, you're on, he's on a shit team. It's probably Nick Bosa. It's probably Nick Bosa. Yeah, and that makes sense. But that's okay. He doesn't need to be rookie of the year. The fact that he's getting some consideration. I know I, I see on Twitter people are like, he's absolutely the rookie of the year. I was like, that's because you only watch the Eagles and you don't have any it's consideration. It's wild that a rookie for the Eagles, a rookie running back for the Eagles is six in all purpose yards in the NFL right now. Seventh. But yeah, he's he's right there. But like the fact that he's doing what he's doing, he didn't catch a lot of passes at Penn State. The fact that the Eagles landed on a second round pick that's that's hitting this hard. And then Andre Dillard really does most likely have a lot of promise. It's just that he's getting sat because Jason Peters is Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. And we're going to live with him for this year. And he is good. We just have to live with his two false starts every game. And we will. The occasional block in the back. And the occasional block in the back <laughs> that ruins a drive. So this was the Miles Sanders game. And the last play that we need to talk about, and then we can get into the discussions, is that when all else fails and the game is on the line and the defense is on the field and the quarterback chucks up the ball, we can all rest our heads at night and just thank God that we have Sidney Jones to bat the ball down 22? and save the game because that's what we had to do Never this had a doubt. week and what we had to do against the Giants because Sidney Jones now in two out of the last three weeks has saved the game with huge plays. So maybe he's not a bust after all. Maybe the whole time this is just what we need him for. Just one big play. Like every I've said game. all along, Sidney Jones. Maybe it's is the whole theory stud. that Nick brought up last week with Carson Wentz. Maybe the guy just needed his full year that, that, that to, to two get years, himself out there. That two years. Yeah. He was thirty one for forty. Uh, and he had three hundred and nineteen passing yards and one touchdown. Just efficient. Mm-hmm. And no yeah. turnovers. And it's a solid game. Longest, it's a very solid Longest game. active streak in the NFL with a touchdown. Yes. Current Mr. active Mr. streak. Mr. Carson Wentz. Yes. Uh, he's playing great. He's 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 doing now what he hasn't done. He's not looking for the big play anymore. He's not trying to be Brett Favre anymore. You're not Brett Favre, not with this team. Maybe when Deshaun comes back, maybe in the playoffs, whatever. Maybe next year, if you have bigger play threats. He's looking for the screenplay. He's looking for the five-yard play. He's looking for the smart play. He's learning what his team is now, and he's realizing that he doesn't have to win the games. He can win the games with a Miles Sanders dump-off pass, with Greg Ward He's in the starting flat. to run again a little bit. They're, run, they're, they're, they're run running option plays. They ran three because, option plays. Because, as Jimmy said, maybe Doug went there out there and was like— There were a couple QB draws in there, too. Yeah. yeah, maybe Doug went out there and was like, you know what? I'm sorry. You're not a pocket quarterback. We need to win now. We need to run the table against the NFC East, which we need to do just to just to get into the playoffs. And now he's playing like the quarterback we drafted that we wanted to. This kid from North Dakota. Right. That's you can't like I'm I was one of the people like after the injury and everything that wanted to. Um, you know, we all wanted him to be safer. We wanted him to play safer. But I think we're actually just going to have to live with the fact that yep. we're going to have to just let this yep. this man just has to play his game and let the and NFL like, let the NFL uh, protect him. I mean, because I mean that's really yeah, what it guess is. what? Yeah. Because guess what? Him point. winning games like this game this past Sunday, him winning games like this week, but him getting to the playoffs and winning games that matter, then the 
referees will protect him more. Yeah, I mean, look at look at sure. Lamar. I mean, he's I mean, obviously he he's run for eleven hundred yards this year, but. I mean, if you watch some of the highlights, I mean, he's getting popped every now and then. Of course he you is. You know, I, I, I know, but a... I'm just saying. So, like, so like, why are we being so protective? I mean, I get it, you know, to an extent, but, like, yeah, let the guy be who he is. I almost wonder if it was more of an experiment. Because Lamar, well, no, that's a bad comparison because Lamar has been injured yet. Right now, Lamar is this invincible quarterback who's the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 3,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards. He, he is Michael Vick before Michael Vick got injured. He's this anomaly... But once Lamar Jackson gets injured, then Baltimore Ravens fans will hold their breath with every single Just like hit. we did with McNabb back when he tore his ACL yeah, and but all it, the other I mean, injuries that, he that's had. That's the fans. I mean, will the coaching staff change who Lamar is? I don't think they Pro- will. Probably. They, we, we changed McNabb. Remember the, the running quarterback that yeah, McNabb was? They, we and, turned him into a pocket passer, and his game was totally different. One bad hit to Lamar Jackson, and Harbaugh is going to change things. I, in my opinion. What, what, what do I know? I'm sitting here. December 26th on a podcast. All right. Um, okay. After the uh, Dolphins game, you three, obviously circumstances have changed. You three said, no fucking way do you want to make the playoffs. Mm, I recall at the end of that episode saying that I think that if we got to this point, we'd be really excited if we got to the playoffs and everybody shut it down. We're getting, no, 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 we're no, getting no, a little no. excited. That's not what he's we? saying. You said you didn't want to go to the playoffs. No. And then I changed my tune at the end of the episode, and I said that I did. So and you got your sandals on, and you're flip-flopping. I'm flip-flopping. Flip, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> on that episode, I said I wanted to make it at the end, and I said, let's be real. I said... All right, you did say that. You yeah, did say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and here we are, and, and I'm fucking excited, and we should be. But this this game on Sunday is not one of those games, and it's cliche, but it's not one of those games you want to just be like, ah, oh, we'll just... We'll, walk into New York and win. I don't think anybody thinks that no. the Eagles can walk into any game yeah, against cheese any eaters. players. There's yeah, there's a lot of cheese any- eaters on WIP. Yeah, they're out there. Oh, calling well, first in, of all, first of all, talking cheese- about the playoffs. There's, there's cheese everywhere. eaters it's like you can't talk against, about the playoffs against yet. everybody. Like, they think they can beat anybody. They're, they're they're eating cheese. They think they can win the Super Bowl. They're not even Let's talking talk. about the Giants, though. I mean, like they're talking about the Seahawks or the Niners. Yes, yes. we're not 100%. doing that here in the Rocky Balboa Cheese Day. Of course, farmhouse. we're not because the Giants. We're talking can play. about the Giants. Danny Dimes' first game against the Birds. Woo. D- Danny Dimes. I mean, yes, it's the Redskins. Yes, it's the fucking Redskins. But goddamn, just threw for five touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, him and Saquon were tearing shit up. They really were. It's scary. Yeah. Well, last week's Golden game. Golden Tate, Sterling oh, Shepard. I mean, they got some weapons. How, okay. Last week's game of the Giants versus the Redskins was the idiot, idiots versus the buffoons. Okay, so listen, both teams can be had. I mean, we eked out victories against the idiots and the buffoons. Of course, mm-hmm. because that's what the Eagles do. That's what the mm-hmm. Eagles team is. They eke out wins. We gave up 37 to some of the biggest buffoons in the league three weeks ago against I agree. Miami. I agree. I'm not saying we're going to walk over anybody and dirty. We all well know that your predictions are that they were going to lose against Dallas, lose against Washington, lose against the Giants. So we're pretty much sure that you're going to say they're going to lose against the Giants or barely beat the Giants. So I get it. You're not... You're not Please say they're going to lose. You're, you're not high yeah, on against anybody now. and I don't think and as I said the past two weeks the Eagles aren't going to beat the shit out of anybody I mm-hmm. get that I don't think they're going to walk over anybody but so are are you scared I'm guessing you're going to say you're a little scared going to this game but like I don't think the Giants are this high powered offense I will say what worries me most is this different defense from home to away because we do have to go to East Rutherford, New Jersey, which if none of you have been there, it is a lovely place. Why do I just, just automatically, why do I assume that it would be like Buffalo? Is oh that my just God. like dark and gloomy and just gray and just that blue at stadium? At least you have a skyline to look at East Rutherford. I don't know what you have in Buffalo. It's just 
I don't know. Tables. Jimmy, how are you doing over there? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I got I got some heartburn that could take down Anthony Rush right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy's heartburn is just some of the. Yeah, I've been seeing it for years. This poor guy's throat. Nick, what what do you got? You got any Christmas optimism over there? Come on, we need we need something out of you. What do you got? You, you know, I, you know, I was talking about Danny Dimes doing big things last week. I was talking about Saquon doing big things last week. Yeah, I think we're gonna beat the shit out of them. Oh, uh, I think I do. I just think the Eagles. Are gonna, I think their Eagles are gonna come out on Sunday, and I think they're gonna beat the shit out of them. And I think it's gonna be a game finally where we can just relax. You know, crack some ice cold bush lights. You know, just sit, just sit, and just you know, lay back and just say, "All right, Carson, here we like, go." Can the buddy. Giants just sit back and queef it up and just let us have it? And just then get the draft pick. Can they just like I not just, I just, play good? I just think like, just I just think it. Carson and Sanders and the boys. I just think they're gonna fucking steamroll them. And I, you know, I, I, I mean, that's 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 super optimistic out of me. I would say because I, yeah, I'm optimistic all the time, but like. I usually don't say that we're going to beat the fuck out of somebody. I think they're going to beat the fuck out of the Giants. I think it's. I don't think it's going to be close. Your lips to God's ears, brother. I hope so, but I don't see it. We've been talking about poetry and how poetic things could be in the last uh, couple well, Jimmy, weeks around what you, here. What do you got? What do you got over there? No, I just. Don't, I don't think we're going to beat the shit out of them. I, I think. Do. I think I they. I think they could win. Could. I think they could also lose. We've beaten the Giants ten of the last eleven times we faced them. Wouldn't it be like the most perfect way for this season to end, though, in this this shit bowl of a division, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. like us and the Cowboys to lose, and that's how we and get then in? Still go to the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> so, so for those for those who don't know, because because I do see people on Twitter asking. So here here's the situation: if the Eagles win, they're automatically in. It doesn't matter what happens. If the Eagles lose and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys do win the NFC East. If both the Eagles and the Cowboys lose, the Eagles are in. Those are the only scenarios that matter. That's what's it. So Jimmy's point is very funny that like the Eagles and the Cowboys can lose and the Eagles get in, and that can realistically happen. Just so depressing. And the Eagles get in at eight and eight and just really make the NFC East just solidify itself as a laugher of a division. That Go, going into the home game in the playoffs the next weekend with just a big belly groan. Just ugh, here we go. Bring bring in Russell Wilson and the boys if they're a big loss of the G-men. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that really would be the worst. The only thing that scares me... So, Dan, Danny Dimes doesn't scare me. He Listen, he turns the ball over at just a ridiculous clip. Uh, it's obviously Saquon. The guy's got thighs as big as a fucking Air Force carrier. Like, he's just... He, like he, he's a special talent. When healthy, and he is healthy now. Ah, the he's SS Barkley, yes. Yes, the SS Barkley just coming right at you. Like, you need to gang tackle him. You're not going to tackle him in an open field. They know that. Like, he's the difference maker. Um, We have lost Ronald Darby. I, the only reason why that scares me is because now we have Sewell Douglas. That's the only reason why that scares me because Douglas is fucking horrible. And Darby at least had speed, but he's fucking horrible. So no, it's just... Who what about what about concrete Sidney Jones? <laughs> He'll oh. give you one play. America's he will darling. Give you one play. If I'm the Eagles and you win the kick, get the ball again. Score early. Make them have to make nah, plays. I, I'm deferring. Of course you are. Why are you deferring? Because I, I like Doug. Nah. Dude. Keep the key. I, why, I, I, why? Because you like Doug. What does that mean you like Doug? Doug likes to defer. I'm with Doug. I'm gonna I'm gonna defer. I'm gonna I'm gonna score about 21 points in the first half, and then uh, second half starts. Oh, we got nah, the ball after this again. past week and getting the ball and marching down the way they did. I feel like that was a huge momentum swing yeah, in that don't game. Don't care, and they kept it the whole way. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think this game's gonna be much of a contest. I don't. 
Oh man, you really don't think this game's no, gonna be a contest? No, we never. You we, know, I, I think dude, Nick, I think we rarely played the Giants. the Giants. We we played the Giants a couple weeks ago. I feel like we played scared. I feel like, I feel like the you know they just weren't into it. Uh, not in not not into it. I didn't mean to say that. They just they just played. I don't know. They were just playing like a bunch of bitches. And this week, would it be that awful loss to Miami? It's you like think? eyes on the prize, baby. They got their swagger back. They're feeling good. Carson's fucking killing shit. Miles Sanders is a workhorse so, back. So eyes on the prize. Everybody's in trouble. Eyes on the prize. Go get it. Hey, do you guys want the ball to start the game? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're gonna send our we're gonna send our defense out there. We're gonna send a message. We're gonna get the ball real quick. We're gonna score. Oh, and guess what? At the start of the second half, we're gonna score again. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a defer guy. I always am. I, 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 just right, yeah, no, I defer, do love getting the ball. Defer at the second. is always the smart. I don't think play. you have to make a statement by taking the ball. If I, you're st- if you're at home, I get it. You know, get the crowd in. Blah, blah blah blah. But I, I don't know. You're going to the shitlands, and you know, let that let Danny Dimes throw a pick or something. You know, I'm not worried. Defer, I'm not scared of this uh, team. Sorry. Defer is the smart NFL. Not scared. Play. It's what everyone does. You guys can be scared. I'm not scared. I think the Eagles are going to win. The you all Eagles sound scared. Should, the Eagles should win. A little nervous. But they, I still think they're not a team that can just go in and say, oh, we're going to win. It's like, no, you're eight and seven. You are what your record says you are. Make a statement. Like, don't walk in and be a deferred team. You're not. You're eight and seven. You you still have a lot to prove. Keep the momentum. All right. Going. So this actually leads into the but next question. Isn't, isn't this, that Doug saying like, "I trust my D"? Like, hey, you yeah. guys go out and make a play. Sal. Sal. I forgot. Before we move off of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, I was down at the tailgate last weekend, oh. and let me tell you, the, the crowd was like, um, I remember it uh, back at the 700 level at the vet. You, oh, yeah? You guys are too young to remember that, no. but um, no, no. I, I used to I, I, go I've down been, there. there. You see the, hey, you see the scar over here right oh. above my eye? There? I thought that was just a wrinkle. Why is it bleeding? No, it's... Um, <laughs> That was from one of the times in the 700 level I took on a guy with the nickname Pasta. Why did they call him that? I don't know. He had a a liking for the the hard stuff and carbs. That's what he was. uh, (laughs) That's what he was all about. Um, But one time I had. Was he a part of the breadbasket crew? Um. No. This was uh, years ago. He was a bit of a younger buck than I was. Than I was at the time. Oh my God, Sal's got what we got. But listen, um, I'll tell you what, the energy down at the tailgate was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I was walking around. Uh, I had imbibed a little bit before I headed down. Oh, so yeah. I was walking around with uh, just a tank on. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> That's it? It was a green tank. Um, but... Uh, I'll tell you what, the energy down there was that's spectacular. Good. That's, that's good, Sal. It's good to have you. I hope you had a, had a Merry Christmas. That That's good. Um, it's, please please uh, join us again here later today, Sal. Always good to see you. But what we were talking about before Sal came along. All right, so, Nick, you're, you're just overly optimistic. This, yeah. actually, oh, yeah. this actually brings us into a great next point. There are some players that are questionable to, for the next game. We're talking Zach Ertz. We're talking Jordan Howard. We're talking Lane Johnson. If they can play, are you playing them or are you sitting them to get healthy for next week? Nick, you go. Because you're the one very optimistic about it. If they are ready to play, then play them. Wouldn't that go against your optimistic theory? No. Why? Because. Because if they're if they're if they're gonna win. If they're if they're medically cleared, then play them. 
But if they're but but if they can get healthier for next no, week no, for no, the playoffs, no, 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 I'm not into the rest thing. I don't like the rest thing. Well, Zach Ertz has a cracked rib, so that's just pain tolerance. If you can give him a week of rest, and, and by this, your this, theory, by your theory of saying that they're going to win regardless, a, cra- a cracked rib is huge. If you can give him another week of rest, I don't think we need. I don't think the Eagles need. Zach Ertz to now, win that game. Now you're speaking out of both sides of your mouth. See, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you but, why. But, I'm, but you're asking me. You're asking me. Would I sit them? And I, I say no. Do we need them to win? No. I'll tell you why they might oh, need Zach Ertz. And, whoa, and, and again, whoa, this is just whoa. me going back and watching the it's film. The, the film again. A lot of those plays that Goddard caught passes on were because double teams were being drawn to Ertz, and Goddard was I, wide I, open. D- dirty. I, I I agree with you completely, Nick. You're, but I gotta stick with Nick here. Nick, I, I'm putting you. Know, I'm putting you to work right now. I'm ready. Nick, you you just said two different things. Not if really. they can win with Zach Ertz and he's healthy to play, but he has a cracked rib. Why don't you sit him? To the crack rib isn't. It's not going away. The crack rib isn't going away. Whoa! But a week. That's a six. Of, that's a six to eight week thing or whatever but, it is. But a but a week of rest is going to do a world of difference. If you think, if you, you know are that, this, if you What's are this confident, if you are this confident that he'll, they're going to wear the flak jacket, he'll be fine. Oh, that's a very weak art. If you're and I'm not. This is this yeah, is you I'm being this confident. And Lane Johnson having a high ankle injury. If you're as confident as you are, I'm only putting because you're this confident. I don't think Lane's gonna play because he's not medically cleared. I mean, you're make you're you're. you're I'm saying if they are medically cleared, if they are a, medically cleared, they play. A, mm, See, I, if I, you're medically cleared by a doctor that says you're not you you, you have no risk of re-injuring anything by not, going out there, go they, play. They probably that's wouldn't not what medically cleared. Me. They probably what does medically cleared mean? That means you can play. Like that means a cracked rib is a cracked rib. It means it can get worse. Okay, okay. Uh, but then it's pain tolerance. It means like go out there, good luck. Like it's just it's up he's to gonna you. have to do it for the the entire playoffs. You, you know what? Honestly, I would do. Why sit him? If, if they're medically cleared and they can play, I think I'm. I think I just see how the game is going. I if you if you're right. Once if you're you t- up fifty you take, nothing, take them out. If you Let take a lead early, if you take a fourteen nothing lead early, then there's no need to start those guys. But if you're down like fourteen to three, then it's like all right, we have but to you, do something. But you two are completely different wavelengths. You have picked the Eagles to lose the past three. Guys, days. I'm gonna be honest. Watching the quick lane bowl is more exciting than this discussion right now. Well, you're also on the deathbed with indigestion from the past three days. Oh my lord, I got I got heartburn that could take down the strongest. Yeah, you don't remember the Cowboys the str- game because you had six pounders before the first half. You could you could you almost, almost you almost called off tonight's recording. You could almost you see don't f- want to be here. You could almost see fart clouds in this room that we're in right here. They're just <laughs> they're just wafting around. My take is this. I'm with you, Nick. If you can play, you play. You yeah. need to get into the playoffs. But you're Nick. Yes. Okay, forget it. Forget no, it. No, make your point. No, my point is I don't know if they I think they're going to win. This is a playoff game. Like you have to win to get in. Yeah. So if you can breathe and you can walk, you fucking play the game. That's what you get paid to do. But you're the one saying that they're going to win. It's the Giants. It's the, it's not it's not like they're just going to walk all over them. I don't think yep. I don't think they're playing any of them to be honest with you. I think they're I think they're just going to hold I them out. I think Jordan Howard's playing. I think Jordan Howard's going to play from the reports. I don't think Zach Ertz is going to play because it's going from his ribs to his back. That's a really bad sign of like bruising like going around because I have a degree in being a doctor. Um, and Lane Johnson is really up in the air. Yeah. Uh, so there, that's that. But like, we're going to see. If a player is medically here to play, they're going to play. 
if they're not medically cleared, they won't play. I mean, that's 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 just the facts. And all right, Nick, you're, you're the coach asking- of the Philadelphia Eagles. You think you're going to win this game by a lot? You have Zach Ertz, who's your best playmaker on offense, maybe outside of Miles Sanders this year, but at least Zach Ertz is proven. Do you say how are you feeling? Well, another week of resting, cure your ribs for when we play the Seattle Seahawks next week. And Zach Ertz tells you to your face, yes. Sit at home, let Julie lick your wounds a little bit. And what do you do? She can lick my wounds. You know what, what do I'm you saying? do? She got a job big enough know, to Matt, do it. That's fair. That's a little ridiculous. Like I, I don't, I don't. Maybe I don't. it's a little ridiculous. That's what coaches do. We need you out there. Would another week help you? <laughs> what do you mean it's ridiculous? I've never been in a room with a coach and a player, so I'm out on that question. I mean, you, you can. Oh, take a stance. Maybe I did take a stance. If you, you take them both, you play. You take you take a both sides. Things. You say they're going to win by a lot, and I'm asking you a key player, and you say you take both sides. Okay, I, I th- I'm taking both sides then. Okay, all right, that's it. All right, so what do we what do we got on time there, Jim? Just say it out loud. You're no, giving up. You give a shit. We're 48 minutes in. Oh, perfect. All oh, right, so great. let's make a prediction. <laughs> Jimmy is Jimmy's like up. spinning up blood into a bush light can as he said that. <laughs> How did you make it to Philly? <laughs> Uh, all right, let's make our predictions. Did you Uber? Happy Boxing let's Day to everybody. Uh, last week, we all put scores in the 30s and the high 20s, and it ended up 17 and 19. So follow us. Uh, Dirty Mike, it is week 17. Win and you're in. This is what it comes down to in East Rutherford. Eagles are four and a half point favorites. Who do you got? Can I, can I be honest? I'm scared to pick the Eagles because everything I've said the opposite has happened. So I'm not picking the Eagles. I'm not doing it. I so, I, I, I appreciate that. I'm not I really doing do. It. So I say Danny Dimes has a monster game. <laughs> yes. He, he rips up our Bobo yes. Jagoff secondary players and throws another four bombs. Uh, I'll say Giants 28, Birds 20. Uh, but Dallas also loses and we squeak in like a bunch of clowns. Right. And, and acid jib. Oh. <laughs> I say this as I have stomach acid just like dripping out of If you've ever seen the movie Alien, how right about when the alien is about to burst out of somebody's chest and you start to see that wiggle and shake happen and then it blows out of his chest. I'm waiting for that for any second with Jimmy. There's no one listening anymore. You look awful. You look horrendous. He's been rocking back and forth for 30 minutes. I I can't see myself, but (laughs) if if I look anything like the acid in my stomach feels in my esophagus, then it's probably bad. It is It is something to behold, folks. What do you got? Get it out. I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair in East Rutherford. I do. Um, I think it's Eagles 37, uh, Giants 32. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Take the over, folks. Your standard 69-point Sunday. Nick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 27 to 7. I will take the Eagles to close it out and officially run the table. Hashtag run the table. Uh, Eagles 28, Giants 17. Uh, and get into the playoffs and win the NFC East at 9 and 7. We are going to take a quick break. Jimmy, we'll get you a, a Tums milkshake. A gurney. And we will come back to talk about your Philadelphia 76ers and the butt fucking on South Bra that happened yesterday on Christmas Day. Let's take a break. We need one desperately. Let's get the fuck out of here. We will see you in a minute. Thank you. Oh, God. 
Welcome back to our 10th episode here at the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. And folks, we are hanging on by a thread. Oh. Nick is here bringing the energy. Jimmy is just hey. pretty much laying down the indigestion and the acid. Reflux is just killing him. And Dirty Mike is here pretty much giving me the flu since we sit next to each other. But we are here and we are ready to talk about your team, your town, bing, your bing, bing. Philadelphia 76ers and they brought the best present that we could all ask for on Christmas the Sixers beat down the best team in the Milwaukee Bucks get the fuck out of here that team isn't beating down low level teams the Lakers aren't the best team in LA the Lakers aren't the best team in LA they were beaten by the Clippers last night when Kawhi decides to play because the Clippers are a real team in LA they decide to rest players like real NBA teams that's what real NBA teams do LeBron's gonna be broken down by the playoffs we're gonna sit and be because that's what really matters because that's what he said he's gonna do he's gonna coast into the playoffs and when he decides to play like he did mm. Yesterday, he's going to shut down last year's MVP. This doesn't matter until you play real teams. And when you play real teams on Christmas, when the NBC NBA season really starts, hey. you're going to shut them down. Speak What's up, Sal? Speaking of Christmas, uh, I don't know if you fellas have heard, or I got this newfangled thing. Um, it's called a, a Kerrig. And I'll tell you what, it's this new technology. Okay, okay, okay. You just put a you put a little uh, pod in there, and it makes a cup of coffee for a, you. A Keurig? Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. I got that. Uh, uh, one of my uh, grandchildren gave it to me. Oh Top of the line. Oh I don't know God. if you guys have heard of this yet. It's they just... probably gave you their, their seven-year-old Keurig. No, these are new. These are added. South Curry's been around for like 15 years. You you, wait, 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 wait. Did he say grandchild? Yeah, he has grandkids. Sal, how old are you? Don't answer that. Um, Don't answer that. How How is the coffee? Look, I'll tell you what. It's a lot easier than making a whole pot. You just popped a little pot in there. And it just uh, makes one cup, one cup for one person. You know, you don't got to sit there and make a whole carafe. <laughs> well, I'm good. Did you have a good Christmas? Did it you? was uh, pretty good. We did the day after Christmas um, ceremonial taking back of the tree to Pennypack Park. Oh, so I am. Um, I got oh. a I got a couple of the youngsters. And we dragged a tree. This tree uh, wound up. I know that I send the, the kids up there to check for the mites, but um, <laughs> we this tree did have a decent amount of mites. I didn't uh, know you brought the God. trees back. That's so. I'll have to fumigate the old house this weekend, oh, but um, oh. but uh, yeah, bring we bring the tree. You can stay with me, Sal. We bring the tree back to Pennypack Park, uh, where we found it, and we that's, try to. That's actually nice. You bring it back. Yeah, that's good. That's we good. Uh, just return it to its home. Okay, well, thank yeah, you, yeah, Sal. Yeah, it's like it when back. Happy Gilmore returns the you know the rake. You that's know? right. So, that's that's good. Okay, so we <laughs> left we left last Matt, week. Let me just say that was a great rant. Thank you. We Great. Left, thank you very much. We left last week I'm hot with, and bothered. With, with Jimmy saying the gauntlet. I wouldn't necessarily call it a gauntlet, but it was, it was a good test for the Sixers. With with the Heat and the Mavericks and then the Pistons. I think I'm leaving a team out. But all that the really... Wizards. The Wizards. Yes. The, oh, my Dirt, God. The Wizards course, are really good. Yeah, of course, Dirty, remember the Wizards. All that good, good really shellacking. 
mattered. The Lucas Mavericks. All that really mattered was Christmas Day against the Bucks. And and this is this is episode ten, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I don't I don't really like Matt that much. I, I he's <laughs> he, he's kind of he's kind of annoying. Bring it in. I mean, there's just a lot of things about Matt I, I fucking hate. That. Like this is good. He's got a wonderful wonderful wife who I just adore. But Matt, like Matt, he's just such a fuck. <laughs> but but uh, you know you gotta give credit when credits due. Matt's been preaching this since like week fucking two, and I did not mean to rhyme there. I feel like I feel like uh, like like a who. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm I'm still rhyming. I'm still rhyming. Oh my god, that was good, wasn't it? That was pretty good. Yeah, I get it done without the suck off. Like like I said, you know, you gotta give you gotta give Matt some credit. He's been saying it since week since since week two, three, whatever. He's been saying that basketball doesn't matter until when Matt take it over Christmas. The NBA season doesn't fucking matter until Christmas. So if they lose to the Magic on the next game, you're okay? I don't fucking care about the Orlando Magic. Yeah, Dirty, shut go up. Let, take, let the man do his thing. Go take your kids to fucking Disney World and go buy $5 tickets to the Magic game while I go take a fucking nap during the Sixers and Magic game when because it, I was fucking is, jumping good. and doing backflips during the Sixers-Bucks game while watching my MVP shut down Giannis onto who gives a fuck because he stepped up Woo! when it mattered most. He doesn't give a shit about the Wizards. He doesn't give a shit about the Mavericks. He doesn't give a shit about the 8th and 7th and ninth ranked teams. He gives a shit about the Bucks. I don't care about Bradley Beal and the Wizards. I don't care about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I actually don't care about the fucking Pacers. I care about the Bucks. I care about the Celtics. And I care about the Heat a little bit. Raptors. The Raptors. I care about the Raptors. And now I care about basketball because Christmas is starting. I've watched basketball because I enjoy basketball. I put on our Twitter page the 76ers swag I got because I fucking love this team. And Bede even said that he's that hoodie, just been though. coasting because he wants to be healthy going into the playoffs. He just showed yesterday what he can do against the physically most dominant player in the East. He just shut him down. But Matt, what about the zero-point game? Oh my god, what about the zero-point game? Rim my entire hairy asshole. I don't care about the zero-point game. And it is hairy, folks. Because he's going to show up when it matters if he isn't overexerted in the regular season when it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, it was nice that they set a franchise record for three-pointers in that game. Oh, my so God. So do you see where I'm going with this? Uh, so here's so where, dirty. Here, that no, was great, it, Dude, listen. Oh, yeah, it was. It, listen, it was good. <laughs> it, was it, was a, it, was a great, it was a great win. It was. I didn't expect them to shit on them the way that they did, and it was fucking awesome. But there are some takeaways in that game that we did things in that game we don't ordinarily do. Would you guys consider us a three-point shooting threat? No. No, go ahead. I got you when you're done. Okay. 
So we set a franchise record for three-pointers in a game and took an excessive amount of three-pointers in that game, to which most of them went in. You had Horford and yeah. Korkmaz and yeah. MB jacking up threes, yeah. which in any other game, if they do that and they and they and they miss those like they have been doing, we the score's on the opposite end. But no, every single three they took went in, which was huge. So yeah, they played no, well not in that game. Every single three pointer, but go ahead. All, I get your point. T- a, a, good, a good amount. So, so my the, po- the most of the year. I, so to, to your point, the most of the year. Go ahead. So my my point is is that they they tried something a little different than what they don't normally do. It worked out. They won the game. If you go into a seven game series with Milwaukee, and like Matt says, since these games don't fucking matter, and we're okay with getting the two seed, we'll go and play Milwaukee. I didn't, say, be, I didn't say I'm okay with the two seed. Well, then you want to win every game. Then why do you keep shutting no, down all no, the games no, no, you say I, aren't I important? Didn't, I didn't. They didn't say it. Go you ahead. said you don't care if you lose to the Magic. That's an important game. Win the stupid games you need to win. No, I just Get don't care seed. about it the way you do. Because you should. Because you need that one. No, seed. you're a prisoner of the moment because you, you you're just you're just a Philadelphia losing mentality. That's why we won. It has nothing to do with losing. I'm preaching the opposite. I'm telling you that should be a winning no, mentality. No, you're a prisoner of the I'm moment. I'm saying beat you the Magic. I'm not. You're saying lose to the Magic. Treat, I'm saying you beat treat them. the NBA like the NFL, and you need to win every game like it's it's one of sixteen. You, no, I'm not saying you need to win every game. I'm saying you need to beat the shit teams. That's what you need to beat. Beating the good teams. Great. They're the best home team in the NBA. And you, when they lose tip off, you text like two. we lost the game. 16 and 2. Every team is going to lose games. To continue my point, my point is all right, so we get the two seed. Milwaukee has the one seed. You've already you, written them off like they're going to be no, the no, no, two no. seed. Well, I'm, I'm just saying if that happens and you go into a seven game series and you play Milwaukee in a best of seven series, if you're going to rely on the game you just won yesterday with having to make 17 three pointers in a game to win it, you're not going to win that with series. The, with the dozens and dozens of Milwaukee Bucks fans. By the way, by the way, fuck that team. They Their fans are shit. Feel free to counter. We will take over that fucking. Okay, I'll stop. They didn't just rely on a three pointer. Yes, a three pointer helped them win that game. Embiid absolutely shut down Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. They also said, Giannis, you're the three point line. Have you looked at the pictures? They were. Literally under the hoop, saying it's he, all. He got yours. the Ben treatment. There, it's all yours. Mm-hmm. The MVP of the league got the Ben treatment. The score was one twenty one to one hundred nine because they let the Bucks score in the fourth quarter. That's, that, yeah, that's what we do. No, that's what they let them do. That was it. The no score way. does not reflect the game. The Sixers do that in every game. The team comes back on they, us in they, every game. Because that's you as a Negadelphian. No, you're afraid not. to win. You're afraid to let victory be victory and move forward. You if, don't, there's a, if there's another four your, minutes. Your security blanket is, le- is, is saying they're not going to move forward. We let them all the way back in that game at the end. And a three-pointer by Horford and a three-pointer by Toby are what allowed that game to get out of hand at the end. And then that's we took control. you not accepting that this team can be better than Milwaukee. The Sixers before this team that is better now than they were last year has always been better than Milwaukee. Even last year's team was better than Milwaukee. This team is better this year than last year. They're deeper this year than last year, and they're going to get deeper because Elton Brand doesn't sit. It's tough to say until I see him play him in a playoff series. Horford, I don't, I don't Horford, have, is, the, Horford is the difference, obviously. Then what are we doing? Are we just going to wait till the playoff series? Well, we're going to play them in the playoffs. I mean, it's it's of course we are, and and Horford. Obviously, exactly. obviously, obviously, Horford's the only the only new player. So, it, well, well Rich Jay Rich, I know, I know, I know. But, but, but Horford is you know he's he's the he's the new guy 
He's the he's the um the the power forward, the center, the defensive difference. Yes. Okay, all right, time out, time out, time out. They brought they brought in Horford. So there's two guys who can shut down Giannis Antetokounmpo in the East. Who are they? I'm asking you. Who are they? You just watched the game. Who are they? It's Embiid and it's mm-hmm. Horford. They mm-hmm. show the stat yes. in the game. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. That's so then was... what are you afraid of? No, I'm not. Are you I'm... afraid of, of Chris Middleton? No. And his I, weird face? I, I don't want to call it fear. And I think I, I, he does I mean, have maybe, a weird maybe, face. Maybe I should have made my point a little stronger. It's not a fear. You a Bledsoe I think, guy? I think we can beat them, but I'd be more comfortable playing them if we get that one seed. So you started off with ranting saying that just beat the Bucks, and then that's really all you care about and that's it. My point last week and now this week again is, and that's why I asked you about this coming up Magic game. Beat the teams you should beat. Just cruise to that one seed and I'll feel so much better about beating this Bucks team. The the Bucks the Bucks series, it won't even go to seven. Here's a, it here, won't even go to seven or six. Nick. That's optimistic. Here's Nick, a I think. quote from Joel. Yeah, I'm fucking optimistic. Here's a quote from Joel Embiid. <laughs> Joel Embiid's made a lot of quotes. What does that mean? Go, go ahead. You got to stand. What does that mean? No, we'll hear the quote first. I do think it's kind of weird. The whole like I am holding back thing until later in the season, and okay. I and I think more. I mean, maybe it's more you that are, um, we both also sat <clears throat> in my house saying the Eagles aren't going to beat the Cowboys because they can't. Get through all this. You both have just witnessed, as I, as I have as a Philadelphia fan, you just you just expect losing. And I get it. I've, I've sat through losing too. It's time, This is what I try to preach in this podcast. Stop expecting losing. We need to start becoming a winning mentality as fans, and that way we can stop getting one championship per decade. That's what I want to try to to bring to our fandom of Philadelphia. I see your point. I, I want to get more. I don't see. I don't see your point. What, Join me on the, the, the SS the, the, optimism. The, the, the fans have have no bearing on whether or well, not teams win or lose. What? I want to change that. They have no bearing on it. I actually, I actually do think that because that's what the Philadelphia. That's just your self-important. Like that's just that's just bring that on. No, that's no, that's that not necessarily you. That's like just fans. Fans like to think that they affect the outcome of games, and in small ways they do. But like us as a fan base, even if like tomorrow somebody were to flip flip a switch and everybody was just positive, positive, positive all the time, that's not going to change. I actually think fans do that because of stupid fucking fuckers like Angelo Cataldi and 94 WIP have done that and have driven players out of the fucking world and brought players in like Bryce Harper. What? I, I think that's true. Restate that? I actually yeah. think the fans of this world have brought players in and out of this town because of stupid fucks like Angelo Cataldi have driven players out of this town and brought players in. John Middleton has stated that because of what he heard of the difference between the reception he got from Bryce Harper versus um, uh, Manny Machado is why he sought after Bryce Harper so much after, or instead of Manny Machado is why he sought after. And thank Bryce God, because well, Manny yeah. Machado is a fraud. So, yes, because we because have tens or dozens of fans. Him. No, is the is the Rocky Balboa cheesecake fun? Now we're going to change that. No, of course not. But I want to change might, that mentality. It might. I want to change that mentality. We are a city of losing mentality, not like Cleveland, but we're a one decade, a championship city. 
and and it's just that we just sit back in a game like one the championship Cowboys. a decade. What we're, we're just like we watched the Cowboys game when the Cowboys showed fucking nothing, and there was a sense of we're gonna lose this. I'm game. looking at it whereas I'm trying to put the team that I love in the best position possible to win, and I think doing that is getting the one seed. And I don't think that's an outrageous claim to make. Of course, I want them to win that. And then why don't you think the small games are important? I don't I'll think never I, understand I don't that. think home Dude, court I'm means being, dick. I mean, I'm, no, I'm gonna be no, honest. No, 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 I don't no, no. think home. I don't think home court means dick when it's the Bucks and the Sixers. I'm I'm be honest. Why? I mean, I, because the Bucks fans don't give a fuck. So they what? don't. No, 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 no. When it comes to the playoffs, of course it is. And of course I'm being facetious. But I, do, I am not facetious when I say the NBA season does start at Christmas. Bucks will make it fucking five it's games against us. It's always been that us. way. The NBA season doesn't start until Christmas. Why do the Clippers sit Kawhi Leonard? Why do the Clippers fucking just destroy the Lakers on Christmas Day? You're acting like the Clippers are some like amazing franchise that have won 15 They're titles. Well, They're the Cleveland Browns Clippers, of Clippers the NBA. Aside, Clippers aside, who won the NBA championship last year? The Toronto Raptors with Kawhi Leonard with Kawhi while they rested him all resting last year. fucking we had as Joel much Embiid. as Embiid we had more Joel, than Embiid Joel Embiid what is more he than he's a guy who has been injured who has been who has been lethargic in in the playoffs he needs to be rested it would have been nice to have that game seven against Toronto and Philly wouldn't it have been with the double doink. It would have been nice to have had Embiid all through the play. Yes, yes, I agree. Sure, yes. That's That's all the point I'm trying to make is I just, I don't, I just want to beat the stupid team. I want to beat the 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 Lucas Mavericks at home. I want those those kind of games fucking kill me. Those Lucas Mavericks beat the Lakers before us. They beat another big team before us. That's eluding me right now. I said it last week. They're good. They're good without him. Exactly. I still want that win. So the Mavericks are good. Get over it. They went on and beat a lot of big teams. Of course, I want to beat the small teams. Of course, I do. I'm tongue in cheek. I'm trying to trying to make a. Point. The Rockets lost to the Warriors yesterday. Once the calendar they turns, fuck the Rockets. Of course, once the calendar Just turns, saying. now it comes on. Here's what Embiid said. Here's the quote Embiid said. Here is the quote as I'm being redundant. I've been chilling and making sure I'm ready for the playoffs. By that time, you'll see a different side of me. Yesterday on Christmas, against the MVP, against the guy he they call the Greek him. freak. He shut him down when Embiid guarded him. He did. Antes Kubo, when guarded by Embiid yesterday, four points. One for nine from field goal and oh for three from three points. That is the most dominant player on the East. It is. From Embiid. That's what, not what it. Was, uh, no, 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 Bitch, he did that's that. our guy. Totally. I, I've been preaching what this team is with with, with or without Embiid for Not weeks. Not with Embiid. With MVP what was What was Jonas's, uh what was his field goal percentage yesterday? Uh, fucking 10. Yeah, it, it was, was in it the was, 20s. Yeah, it was trash. But Gian, Giannis pulled a Carl Anthony Towns He hasn't been below 50 all year long. Where I mean, he, he got so frustrated with how Embiid was shutting him down, he just started screaming and yelling at the referees, and they threw a technical at him. And earlier in the year, it was the same thing with Cat. He got so frustrated, he wound up getting into a fist fight with Embiid, and they got suspended. Embiid, when he's at his best, drives guys to levels of anger that they've never been. And it, I and I hope come the playoffs that that same fucking Embiid shows up. Because honest to Christ, if he does, they're going to... The, the do Sixers you, are going oh, time, to win it. Time out. Do you honestly think Embiid's not going to show up big time in the playoffs? No, I know I do. I hope I I hope he does. I'm, you I, hope so, he does. Is so, he is he or is he? I can't he? read the future. I I'm just saying. I I hope he does. Shit. Yeah. Read the read the future, dirty. Time out. Time out. Read it. Get That's home hard. court and we win. That's the future. Get the goddamn one seed. 
beat the Magic, beat the Heat, beat the Pacers, beat the Rockets. What you, what, Those what, the three out of four games coming up are tough, and they're all on the road. Make a statement. You just beat the Bucks at home. Fucking killer win. Keep it rolling. Don't slow down. I don't want to see three out of four losses coming up here because you beat the Bucks at home and you got a boner and you got all excited. Don't shut down now. Shit on those teams and keep it rolling. Like Matt said, the season has begun now, right? Win these games. Players are going to sit. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna sit. Horford's gonna gonna get nights off. And Magic, I'm okay if you sit a guy or two. Horford, Horford is gonna get nights off. Joe's gonna get nights off. Ben's probably not getting nights off. You might you might sit a guy. Heat and Rockets. I'm bringing it all. The guys are getting nights off. They're just going to. You just got You just got it. You got to get used to it. Dirty. They're getting nights off. Eighty two games. Eighty two games is a lot of games. It's not even halfway through the season. And like the other night I texted and you guys were like, there's six in the East. I'm like, by a game. Right. The separation between the second seed and the sixth seed is a game. They went from, what did they go from two to six? Yeah, because of a game and a half. I, like, didn't, I didn't even know that. And I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. I don't care where they are in the standings. I, I know what I'm seeing. Right. I know what I'm seeing. We're really fucking good. I think Jimmy's dead. I think Jimmy is legitimately yeah. dead. He I'm, felt, he felt I'm, no, I'm no joke looking up Markel Fultz stats right now because I just because <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go for he's gonna go for 39 points I, tomorrow. Can you just say it? <laughs> yeah. Can you just say it? Dude, Markel Fultz gonna go for 39. And the Sixers lose by 15, and we come in here next week like that. Bucks win was good, but Jimmy, how about Markel Fultz, guys? <laughs> Jimmy, give your mic back to Sal. Here, here's the, here's the thing that, that no irks, way. Here's the thing that irks me the most. When the, when the Sixers win against the Celtics two weeks ago and a couple other big teams, like, the Sixers are going all the way. And then they lost against the, the Heat and the Mavericks. And everyone's like, you got to trade Ben. You got to do this. Who and Dirty, you go, you go crazy. And I didn't like, they got, say any they got, of that. They got Stop. trade. And, and, and Brett Brown's not doing his job. It's I didn't just say like, any of that. Not, not you, but, like, it's just all the social media. is like, everyone settle the fuck down. Like, why are you all just so, like, seesawy, tipsy-turvy, like... This team is it, and and now Ellen Brand has showed that he's going to make moves. He's going to do everything he can. The starting five is it, and they have just started to play together. Settle the fuck down. This team is meant to win in the playoffs. This doesn't matter. Yes, of course. It's I, not I, hard to get difference makers in the NBA at the trade deadline. It's it really hard isn't. To, it's not hard to get remember, just remember two years ago we got Bell and Ellie and we got exactly. it's not hard we to got get Ursan. just shooters. Eliasova, yeah. It's not hard to get just shooters. If you need just specific players to do just certain things, you can get them at the trade deadline. Just right. to do one thing. We need some shooters at the deadline. We, we have everybody a knows that. Five. You have dominant. You have Embiid. You have Simmons. You have Horford. You have Jay Rich. You have Tobias Harris. Like and Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris is having the best year of his entire career. He's going to make his first All Star game this year, no doubt about it. He he better fucking make it. While we're talking about Toby, I'll throw this out there. But uh, shout out to uh, uh, old Jimmy over here, his little cousin, who Tobias Harris threw a tweet out on Christmas Day of him opening a gift and it went totally viral. Made the news and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, they, so, yeah, so... That's top notch. So, my cousin's son, they got him... I, I believe it was his, like, his aunt or something who actually posted the video. Um, they got him a Tobias Harris jersey and a couple of headbands. 
And so, that's awesome. yeah. And he, um, you know, he opens the box and, uh, uh they're like, who is it? And he just goes, Toby and headbands. And it was like, it blew up on Twitter. Uh, Toby, Tobias Harris retweeted it and said like, this is what it's all about. Merry Christmas, everybody. And it was on like channel six. It was on channel 10. It was pretty crazy. And that's what the Rocky Balboa cheese said. Sixers, Eagles, thank you for making it a fucking awesome Christmas. Way to go. Yes. Sixers, Eagles, Sixers, you did your job. Eagles beat the Giants. We're going to move on to a very brief Philly segment. Phillies, you fucked us. Fuck you, Middleton, <laughs> for not fucking signing Batances. $10 million. That fucking haircut. Fucking $10 million, $10 million, $10 million. Batances. Are you serious? And it went to the Mets. $10 million for Dallin Batances. You are, and we didn't beat that. You are Dick inches away. Like, it's a it, fucking Mets. joke. The luxury tax. The Mets. The fucking Mets. There's, there was, there was no reason to not sign Dellen Batances. Ten million dollars for one year. Twelve million dollars. Thirteen. I don't give a fuck. I, I know he got ten million flat, but you know he got he got a few more million dollars in incentives. Like, dude, beat that fucking offer. Like, that's a that's an issue to me. That's an issue with John Middleton. It's not an issue with Matt Klintak. It's not an issue with anybody else other John? than John Middleton, who that motherfucker said, I'm going to spend stupid fucking money, and now he's afraid of the goddamn luxury tax? John Middleton said, there's a Fuck video. you. How Is bad there... do you think he regrets saying that John, every John, waking John moment Middleton, of his life? Yeah, fuck that time quote. Matty, go. John Middleton said this. John Middleton said, I'm not afraid to spend over the luxury tax, but I'm not just going to do it for certain players if it doesn't help our team. Oh. Dallin Batantis is a player that helps your team, and that contract is a nothing contract. It's a prove-it contract. Healthy. He's, like he's, he's it's the same contract. Healthy? Dellen Batantes is a top-five exactly. reliever in baseball. Exactly. Totally. It's not an arm injury. Top it's five. A, it's, a, it's a lower leg injury. It's just like, if it doesn't work, whatever. But if it does work, his fastball is on the inside of part of the plate, and his breaking ball is on the lower left he, thro- the plate. he throws 160 miles an hour. I mean, you I want that guy fact. on your team. <laughs> However, with that being said, Dirty, I think you have a, a, a misdirect uh, present to give to Nick to hopefully throw him off. Yeah, to okay. me? Yeah, so I'll, th- I'll throw this out, right? You, so from, you have uh, something for me? So... I'm gonna take this from the uh, from the old Dane Cook skit. The oh, vicious, the vicious d- whoa! Skit. Can we stop right there? And, and, um, there's a, Dane there, there's, Cook, there's that one fu- stupid fuck. There's one funny part he did in that in that thing, and it was about He's a never fight that been he, funny. It was a fight that he got into with his girlfriend, and she said something oh to him God. that stuck in his brain like a time bomb. And then three days later, it triggered, and all of a sudden he just went berserk. Dane and Cook. Nick, you did that to me last week when you said that my comparison of Beryl and Hoskins was absurd. Still, so is. I started thinking about it, and I'm like. Let me just look into it a little harder. Still is absurd. Their numbers are fucking exact in their first three years of their careers. Like, to a fucking T. From on-base percentage to slugging to OPS to walks to uh, Reese actually has more strikeouts. They're the exact same fucking player. So then I was like, well, who else is like Reese? So I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm gonna, I'll follow it up with whatever you say. Do you think Cole Calhoun is a good baseball player? <laughs> I'm just gonna eat my twin snakes over here. Okay, do I think Cole Calhoun is a good baseball player? Mm-hmm. Do I? 
I th- I think he's an average baseball player, and I think he yeah he's, his numbers he's okay. are exactly okay. like Reese Hoskins' numbers to a T again, just like Burrow, and he just got a one year eight million dollar contract. So oh, that that tells God. me that's the kind of player oh, that Reese no. is right now. Yeah, but so Cole, going Cole back Calhoun's to, in his thirties. I mean, he's over he's over the hill now. I just I, just, I had a good Christmas in my room. <laughs> so I think my point is we're we're overviewing the whole Reese Hoskins aspect of this baseball team. And we talked last week about like, are we willing to give up Reese Hoskins to get some bullpen pieces or whatever the case may be? And you were adamant about no. Well, you actually said you would, but you you were really no, hesitant on it. I said no, 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 no. I you said, you said I would. would. No, no, I said I said Reese is not. Not untouchable. Reese is not untouchable. He's not. There's not a single player on the Phillies team other than Aaron Nola and Bryce Harper that are untouchable. And uh, Bryce Reece, Harper is untouchable because nobody's taking that contract, well, and he's great. Reese Hoskins came along at a time when um, we were like desperate. We just like wanted. We just we we've been losing for so many years in a row. And then Reese Hoskins comes along and shows like even just a glimmer. And I just think we all like glommed onto it. But after last year's performance, Jimmy, I don't know. Jimmy, I'm going to be honest with you. It's just good to see you again. <laughs> hey, Jim. <laughs> I promise. I promise you guys. I promise you guys that there's more to Reese Hoskins than we saw last year. He, well, he had so. he had a two month stretch where he didn't he didn't know how to hit a baseball. He really needs just, to step it up. That just year. doesn't happen. Pat Burrell who I love to death was the streakiest baseball player in the world. I mean, he'd have, he'd have a week where he hit every ball that, that was pitched to him. Then he'd have a week where he couldn't hit anything. Sure. I get those same vibes Reese, from Reese. Reese had two months where he couldn't hit anything. Period. That, 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 that We're talking straight. Pat was like, he'd have a, right, he'd have let's, a series, uh, let's, let's not he'd have do a that series again. when he hit 750. And then the next series he did zero. Reese is a different player. Uh, and I promise you, things. I promise you, with better players around him, we have Cutchback. You know, we have Gregorius now. I promise you, I hope. you're going to see a Reese that's hitting 270, 30 uh, home runs, 400 on base percentage. I promise you. I can't I can't take my baseball team off of your promises. If if, Re- if, if Reese Hoskins bats over 270 this season, I'll do this podcast in the nude. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't want to see your dick. Yeah, how does that that that's doesn't that's not good for any of no, us. And, help all and, of and and Reese Hoskins isn't a 270 hitter. That's not what I need. I I need I need better RBIs and home runs. RBI is 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 not a good stat to to use to uh because you need players on base. I to get gauge it. a player. RBIs is really stupid. Home runs. On base. On base. Barrel's on base was so much higher than Reese's. Really is. I'm just saying. But he was playing. Who did Burrow play with? Yeah, but he was on, he was on the team with Utley, Rollins. Howard, and yeah. Rollins. No, so. no, Jesus Christ. But you asked, you, you, you're the one who asked me last week if I thought on base percentage was important, and, and it is. But we said on base. We just said on base. Yeah. But no, Reece I didn't need, ask you if on base percentage is important last week. Reese needs, Reece needs to have a better on base percentage for the guys around him. What are you talking him. about? He had two thirty with a fucking three seventy on base percentage. It wasn't that high. His on base wasn't three seventy. It was like in the it was like in the three twenties. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said on this show, <laughs> ever. I mean, I, look it up. Somebody look it up. Do, 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 uh, do, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't, that's super Google, annoying. Google, Google, go. <laughs> Dirty Mike. Yeah, dude, that's the dumbest the thing you've ever said. Reese is going to have guys around. Are you, Reese is going to have guys around. I'm going to say it was 356. 
I, th- I think he hit 230-something with a 356-ish. Three, 354. Oh, wow. Yeah, dirty. Damn. Dirty, you have such good points, and then you just say the next sentence, and it just goes down. The 350 screen. on base. I mean, technically, technically they were both wrong. <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. It is true. You, you, with you, an yeah, OPS, I was wrong. I missed my point, with an too. With Sorry. Of you said 370 originally, or 270. No. And then he said 356. That that no, I said next year, you're going to see a Reese that's going to hit 270, closer to a 400 on base percentage. He's going to be a better player because he's going to be surrounded by Bryce Harper. He's going to be surrounded by Didi. I said it, okay. he's I, I, be I said it, by I said it before Muto. in this episode with your Giants point. You think we're going to smash the Giants this weekend? I'm going to say it again with this The point. Giants are fucked. Your lips to God's ears, brother. I hope you're right. All right, Tom, Tom. All right, all right. So, so a better conversation. Are, are the Phillies going to make another move? Not this offseason. No. I don't think so either. Oh, that is so depressing. No, it really, it really isn't. Yes, because it is. no, yes, it really it isn't. Is. It really isn't because the bullpen is the bullpen's gonna be fine. <sighs> the offense is set. We we all oh, everybody knows that we need another starter. You go get that starter at the trade deadline. That's 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 really depressing. Is, is it? I, I'm gonna, third, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, um, I'm gonna make a prediction that I don't think. What? Who? Who do you sign? You know the, who? The I, you know who Jays, I still. The Blue Jays overpaid to get who? Nick, you Jimmy, know who, Jimmy or Nick, Sal? You know, guy were you? you know who I still have a glimpse of? You no, know I still have a glimpse of hope in. Honestly, I really have a little bit of faith in Zach Eflin. I think. Why wouldn't you? I think I, I have this feeling Why about you? Zach. He's a good pitcher. Like he's not gonna be what he is right now. I just, I don't know. Zach Eflin. Zach Evans, Zach Evans been a good pitcher for two years. Yeah, if he can, improve. he's not. He's not. He's not a number two, number three. But he's a guy that's going to eat innings and he's going to pitch well. He's not number three. If Arietta can we're just gonna, be like a reasonable this, human being, we're going to go to this division with with Nola, an injury prone number two who's got a lot of upside. And Zach Wheeler three. is not injury prone. Yes, he is. He's he's he's, no, he's a not. thirty year old. To, I think my point is to Nick's no, point is not. we we can afford to wait to the deadline if we can get Ari if we can get Arietta and Eflin to just be decent for three months. Arietta, thank you're, you. You're relying on Arietta. Oh my god. We don't have oh a choice, god. unfortunately. Yeah, you're absolutely you're absolutely relying god, on Arietta. Christmas was so great with the Eagles and the Sixers. Now we you have a, you have a one two punch of <laughs> Nolan Wheeler. How could you not be happy with that? The next three guys. How just do you needed- not? How do you not be happy with that? Yeah. Because of Scherzer, Strasburg, and uh, give me the third. Corbin. Corbin. Thank you. That's that's why. That's why. I'm yeah. Happy. That's fucking. Dangerous. We're gonna get. We're gonna get the number three at the and deadline. The why? Right. Yeah. Let's let's overpay a mediocre pitcher like Dallas fucking Keuchel instead of going and get somebody that can actually play full. We're gonna watch play Cole baseball. Pitch a no hitter against us is gonna be so fun this yep. season. <laughs> Did Keiko sign? Yeah, he got overpaid by the White Sox. Good for him. Who got Edwin Encarnacion too? The White Sox are the weirdest team ever. We'll just skip past that. The White Sox are fucking stupid. Weird. Fuck the White Sox. And and Ryu got overpaid by the Blue Jays. It's good for baseball, you know. We're I gonna... actually haven't had Christmas with my dad yet because my parents got divorced at a really young age. So maybe tomorrow when I see my dad, he'll give me Chris Bryant. So oh, there's still hope there's for that. Hope. There's hope. There's still hope for that that my dad gives us Chris Bryant. So <laughs> we will keep you updated on the next episode. Uh, with that, and we get Chris Bryant. Check us out at RBCFH Podcast, and I will let you know the Philadelphia Phillies get Chris Bryant. My dad has no ties to agencies in any sports, but if somehow he lands Chris Bryant, we will definitely let you all know. 
but it's highly unlikely. Uh, with that being said, we are going to wrap this episode up with the Philadelphia Flyers and Nick. It is your time to shine. This is the most distant I've ever been with the Flyers this year, and I've been pretty fucking distant. Um, it so- is time for the Philadelphia Flyers power play. And Nick, get ready, because the power play starts now! Okay, since the last show, the Flyers have gone 4-0. More rhyming. Whoa. The Flyers <laughs> beat the Ducks 4-1. They beat the Sabres... Dr. Six to one. They beat Ottawa five to four. They beat the Pesky Rangers five to one. The Flyers improved to 21, 11, and five for the season. Shout out to Bill Meltzer. The 15th time in team history and the first time since 2011, 2012 that the team has had 21 or more wins at Christmas. Bill Meltzer, love you. On at, at home. The Flyers are 13-2-4. I've been preaching. Go to the barn. 13-2-4 with a 72-37 goal differential. That's insane. The Flyers are on pace for 104 points. That's a lot of fucking points. And that would be their most in eight years. And it's not a fluke. The Flyers are good. I've been been saying this week after week after week after week. The Flyers are good. And and honestly, I think they can be better. I think they can be better. Last week we talked about. Sweater, la- last week I talked about good teams overcome injuries and they just keep winning. And the Flyers did it. They did it. They're, they just won four straight. You know the, the injuries. They, they don't matter. You know we have we have the depth. The depth players are showing up. The depth players are scoring goals. We're still playing well. And I'm gonna get to the negative now. The negative now is. My favorite and yours, Claude Drew. Drew. And I don't like to be negative about my boy Drew. I don't like it. But he's only on pace for 55 points, which is why I know, I know, I think, I know we can be better. Because Claude Drew is not a 55-point player. He's just in one of those, one of those weird funks right now. One of those weird-ass hockey funks where, you know, the puck's just not going in the net. What'd you do? Would you and give me 30 seconds? The Philadelphia Power Play. Thank you for joining us. For 30 seconds? Episode here at the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. Thank you for joining that us. That was not two at minutes. Our 10th episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. Folks, this is the last game that the Eagles play in the decade. Claude Drew. I'm calling you out, buddy. Eagles beat calling the you out. Time to step Beat up, baby. Get into the NFC East. I love you, Claude. I love you. Thank you, Sixers. Score some goals, buddy. Go ahead. Score some fucking goals. The fucking power play is over. Thank you for joining us, Sal. Great to see you. Jimmy, take care of that. We'll get you some Tom's. Jordan Mike is already leaving because he has a fucking flu. Jimmy, you you can stay in the guest room. Your fucking burps are off. I'm tasting the meatballs right now. We will see you next week for episode 11. We love you. Happy Boxing Day. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Good night. get one more i think we're good but like um try and do like a harmony with it too like i'll go suck
I'll go like, we suck. And you go, we suck. Yeah. We suck. All right. All, right. All right. Three, two, one. We, we suck. suck. We suck. Jimmy. Jimmy said he was gonna do a harmony. That doesn't mean speak a different time, you fucking animal. Jimmy, I thought Jimmy was gonna go first, and then it was on. That's not what a harmony is. Is, is. I have no words. For Reco recording that and having Jimmy's face would have been so good for Twitter, right there. Just that that's natural, not what a harmony. That is. natural. Disgusting. All right, ready? Come on, right? <laughs> and three, two, one.